السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم اللہ المائتی تیوزز ان دا حول قرآن ان کنتم تحبون اللہ فتبعونی یحببکم اللہ He says, if you love Allah, then follow me. That is, follow the Holy Prophet And Allah says, he will love you as well. And different types of love has been mentioned in the Holy Quran. One side is with regards to our relationship with God Almighty. And he tells us how if we love him, the way that he can love us is by following the Holy Prophet And we look at the relationship between us and other creatures of God Almighty. We see that a certain type of love has been planted between us and our brothers and between sisters. And different words have been used with regards to that love. One is uns, which means love and insan human beings is created from this word that means two loves coming together makes one human being but then the love that believers have between themselves has also been described in the holy quran and god almighty tells us that that believers are brothers and he describes such brotherhood by saying that for allah that god says that he is joined our hearts together in love. That's Ulf. And if you look at the companions of the Holy Prophet and the Promised Messiah of course and his companions, the amount of love they had for one another was, was outstanding. It had no other similarity if you look at throughout the history of mankind. But their life was interesting because there was something that was drawing them close to one another. And that thing that drew them close to one another fundamentally was coming together constantly, sharing something in common. And that thing in common was the faith that they shared. <coughs> and the hub, that place that they all got together, that created that love, that continued to increase the love that they had for one another in such a way that they were ready to sacrifice their lives for one another, was based on that central place, and that is your masjid. That is the point of gathering, that was the point of worship, that was where they got together to eat food, that is where they, their school was to, get, to learn knowledge from the Holy Prophet and so on and so forth. That's where they learned morality, that's where they learned how to treat their wives, that's where they learned how to bring up their children, that's how they, where they learned everything from. And because they came for that same purpose, that increased their love for one another. Secondly, God Almighty draws an analogy in the Holy Quran and he tells us about an interesting creation, and that is the bee. When you look at the bee and the housefly, scientifically, these two creations are almost 100% the same. Look at their physical features. Everything that is you see in a bee, you can find in a housefly. But the purposes are completely different. The roles they play are completely opposite. But when we look at the way they live their lives, it's a lesson for us to follow. The housefly 
whenever you see a housefly, it's flying on its own. It's wandering around. It eats from dirt. That's how it feeds. Anything that's clean, you will not see the housefly there. Anything that's dirty, the housefly is there. Because it feeds from dirt. That's what it enjoys. And it flies on its own, wandering around. And you can easily flip your finger and you kill the housefly. But when you look at the bee, wherever you see the bee, it's in a group. It's in a team. The bee is purposeful. God Almighty tells us in the Holy Quran that He has sent revelation to the bee. He tells us that the thing that the bee produces, that's the honey, it's a cure for us, for mankind. But the analogy that's drawn there, the lesson that we can learn from these two insects that are almost 100% the same is their character, how they live their lives. And bringing it back to how we can live our lives, coming back to the central point, being together as brothers, coming together, working together as a team, by coming together to the masjid for the same purpose, living together like bees, creating something that's beneficial not only for ourselves but also for our families, for the society. Because when you wander around, you become vulnerable like the housefly. The enemy can easily target you, and that is shaitan. When you're on your own, you're far away from the group, from the team, from the community, from the jamaat, you become vulnerable. It's, you become a target. Satan can easily target you and hurt you. But when you stay with the pack, they say a pack of wolves. You see animals, they're always together. The lion is together with its family. It provides protection. So the lesson that I'm trying to draw this towards is something that the Khalifatul Masih has always been calling all of us towards. Tremendous importance in our lives, not only in my life as an individual, but because of the life of my family as well. The more I draw away from that masjid, the likelihood of my wife or my children coming to the mosque becomes less and less. And I'm throwing them out there to the society. The more I draw them in, the more I come in, it's easier for them to come in. And these are things that we will be reminded about on a daily basis. And these are things that we need to truly reflect on and answer to the call of the very few individuals that will come to the masjid and send you that text message or in that WhatsApp group or you, the, the call that they will give you. We may not have this for the rest of our lives. So it's an opportunity that by the grace of God we have a masjid but it becomes a mere building if it is not inhabited by worshippers. And in a recent meeting that Huzur had in London with some Jamaats, he asked them about the attendance in the mosque. And almost everyone said, in the weekends we have a lot of attendance, but in the weekdays people are busy at work. Huzur says, this is a masjid, it's not a church. In a church people come together on Sundays and worship, and for the rest of the week it's closed. But there's a reason why it's called a masjid. So make this building a masjid. Make this a central point of worship by being present, by drawing other people in. And may Allah Almighty enable all of us to answer to the call of not only Hadha Khalifatul Masih, but indeed the invitation of the Holy Quran for all of us to be those who obey the words of God. When he tells us Aqimu Salah, that means you have to establish prayer. And in almost every instance that we've been told to pray, we've been addressed in a plural form by coming together in congregation and praying. May Allah enable all of us to be one of those people, inshallah.
و آخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين